Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 1,919 hours on 8-12-2017, and Justin Bieber can... Still charter my balls. Mike, you a white motherfucker. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Fruit Sports. Brought to you by the Loudmouth Network. I'm Mike. The white motherfucker with me, as always, is Scott. This no, you're the white motherfucker. <laughs> I said I'm the white motherfucker. Yeah, but the way you phrased it <laughs> made it sound like the white motherfucker with me is going to cut, sir. No, I'll, I'm the half-white mother- motherfucker. I am the white motherfucker. Uh, this is Crab Root Sports. Scott, you ready to have this king of sports knowledge? Let's do it. You pull Deal. <laughs> Shout out to Drew. For my new favorite drop for the show. <laughs> Move over, Bronson. <laughs> you might have been best. Oh, I, I wish we would have thought of this before because we could have had Bronson be like, ah, Mike, you're a white motherfucker. That would have been <laughs> I'm Bronson Arroyo with the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to the white motherfucker and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome afternoon DJ <laughs> name for a show. You're listening to the white motherfucker and Scott. <laughs> oh, shit. How are you doing, man? Uh, you know, interesting, <laughs> interesting week. Always interesting when we move things up. <sighs> Dude, this has been a hell week. Like, I, I was like, I can't wait to just drink beer and talk about bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long week. That first week back from vacation, always long. <laughs> Actually, somebody had said it was a long week yesterday, and I was like, I know, man, and it's only Tuesday, and I, <laughs> as soon as the words came off my mouth, I thought, no, it's Wednesday, <laughs> that's how long this week has been. I thought today was Tuesday, <laughs> so yeah, this one needs to hurry up and wrap up. Yeah, man, I'm ready, I'm ready. Uh, we got some <laughs> some interesting comments already on the Facebook feed. Uh, Matt Kreiner wanted to know if there's going to be nudes this episode. Um We'll see how it holds up. <laughs> Meant exactly uh, we'll how see. it sounds. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tank wants to know if there's an over-under on how many pro wrestling analogies I'm going to screw up. And then... <laughs> <laughs> no, because at least the over-under is always going to be one and a half. Because <laughs> you're always going to at least do one. So and then he wanted sure people go home with money one way or another. He followed it up by saying, uh, and then closeted slash self-loathing pro wrestling fan Scott will have to correct him on. <laughs> I like how you didn't laugh at all at that one. No. You're like, ah, I'm going to make fun of I, Mike. I'm not oh. closeted. I just, you're I don't watch. self-loathing. Yeah, well, <laughs> about more than just wrestling, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Vic wants to know if we're going to talk about the reporter that got hit in the nuts with the first pitch. Yeah, I. So well, this morning I kept seeing on TVs on the monitors at work. I saw this pitch, 
And I thought, oh, it's just another haphazard pitch. I didn't pay any attention to the fact that if you watched all the way through, I just thought, wow, that's a really lousy throw. And they just kept replaying it. And they never really zoomed in on it. So I wasn't, you know, you didn't I wasn't paying where the ball went. Like, and then a buddy of mine comes in later. Hey, did you see that dude get hit in the nuts? And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, in Boston, you got to look this up. They threw it. And I was like, I saw a thing earlier, but it, no, no, man, you got to watch it because it, uh, the guy gets hit in the nuts. And I, 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 what I Googled was Red Sox balls to balls. <laughs> and it, it brought up the story. And I watched it and I thought, oh. Wow. <laughs> Took one square in the nuts. Square. Dude, that was I immediately <laughs> thought of Simpsons. Football in the groin. <laughs> I just like that the kid that threw the pitch was like, oh, my bad. Well, when I first was glancing up at the TV, it was from kind of a distance, and I thought, why the hell is Clay Buckholtz throwing out the ceremony of first pitch? Doesn't he still pitch for them? Did I miss something? And then when I saw the video when I bought it off on my computer, I was like, oh, that's just a kid that looks like Clay Buckholtz. Also, yeah. Clay Buckled still looks really young. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, man. Well, let's. Uh, we know we know how these shows have been going lately, and we end up going l- like two hours and being like, "Shit, we got to stop talking now." So let's get into the beer we're drinking. Let's what what beautiful beer did you bring tonight? Because I got to be honest, like looking at the can, it reminded me of like an old man beer. That's fine. <laughs> but when I was going through, I picked it up because the description sounded good, and we've you know been venturing more into the IPA, so got off of it last week. But we're back on, uh, and I'll, I'll probably mispronounce the brewery. It's Troigs. Troigs. I think it's Troigs. 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 Maybe it's Troigs. Troigs. I think it's. I think it's Troigs. I'm not cultured, and there's <laughs> there's little things above the O, so I'm sure one of you assholes is gonna per- you know call me out on the chat about how it's actually pronounced. So go if I can head. But anyway, Trogues, Tregs, <laughs> however you want to call it, they're Crimson Pistil. It is a ale brewed with hibiscus flowers. It and does. It is an IPA. It sounds, I mean, like the description on it, it's like, oh, this is a, this is a chick beer. And right, and when really... I first saw it, I thought, okay, that the, the can looked very... I mean, for lack of a better word, feminine. I didn't. Think, but when I turned to the side, it said, eh, it's summertime. Hot vines are growing about six inches a day. Hibiscus is in full bloom and a crimson pastel. <laughs> the two get in a glorious tra- uh, tangle of berry-like tanginess, sunset technicolor, and sticky tropical notes. And I thought, I bet that tastes good. I like, I like that you read that and you weren't immediately like, nope. No, I think, I I think thought, most people would be like, wait, what did that say? I'm just going to put this one right back up on the shelf. <laughs> like, well, I thought, okay, 6.2%, so it's not, you know, some... It, it, that That's usually what I judge whether or not it's a, a weak, a, a feminine beer. The, yeah. the lower the I, ABV, the, right. the, the more chance that it's going to be something real fruity and gross-tasting. But, all right, middle of the road, 6.2, 6.2 so decent, checks that box. Decent, yeah. And we, we had been saying all the <clears throat> IPAs that we had, they always taste better when there was something else that's mixed true. in to cut that's through. That's very true. So I thought, all right... I mean, hibiscus is weird. I don't, I don't know that I want flowers mixed in my beer, but hey, yeah, fuck it. I've had one other hibiscus beer, and that was Mount Carmel's Hibiscus Blue, and it's a it's a good beer. Yeah, um, it's just a weird thing to order. If, well, it's a yeah, weird, I mean, this would be a difficult a beer to ask for. Yeah, I I mean, initial tastes are pretty solid. I do like this brewery. We've had one from them before. 
We had uh, that's what I thought. I, I, the the brewery sound familiar. We had Mad Elf around Christmas. Time, okay, right uh, on the episode that Jasmine th- Pierce was on. I thought um, that we had something, and from we liked it. I, I mean, it was a good beer at that. Right, you know. So I I trust the brewery. I haven't had a whole lot from them. Well, but. and you know, ever increasingly, as much as we talk about it too, it was it also passed the. Is this InBev? No. Okay. We're going <laughs> I, I mean, it, you struggle when you're going yeah, through dude. trying to find something that we haven't had. Right. That isn't exactly similar to something that we've had. Uh, you know, not that we're running out of options, but there's a lot of beers that are very similar, just made by somebody else. Right. So I'm trying to find something that isn't like we've already had and isn't made by InBev. And yeah. there's a lot of boxes that I'm trying to check <laughs> off, and it's like, all right, well, this one works. And, yeah, it <laughs> it tastes good so far. So far it is pretty good. Uh, it's one of those IPAs that when you drink it, you're not just – like immediate sour face. No. And that goes back to what you were saying about we've, we've come to find that when you mix an IPA with some other ingredient to yeah. mask that hop flavor at the end, it tends to be a pretty good beer. Right. I think IPAs get a bad rap because they do tend to be so harsh at the end. And these these beers, when you mix in something, even something like hibiscus, it's it's still pretty solid. I don't I still can't. Like, who the fuck writes this stuff I, uh, for beer cans? What dude that failed out of an English major is like, I'm going to write this for a beer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, uh, interesting description, but whatever. We'll see Tank, how it holds up. We will. Tank says they're always solid, great brewery. Um, that, yeah. I mean, in my experiences. The, Besides that Matt Elf, I, think I've had, I don't think I've had anything else. I them. think I have had something else. I can't remember what it is now, though. But I don't. I don't. This is one of those breweries. Like, there's some breweries where I'm like, mm, that one beer sticks out in my head, and it's not good. And then I'm worried to have anything else that they make. But nothing from them sticks out as like, ooh, yeah, that was a bad one. Right. All right. Well, uh, as always, we'll see how it holds up. <laughs> Let's upper deck it, man. Sure. Why not? Because. <laughs> As always, Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. <laughs> Fans of Craft Fruit Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftfruitsports. It's audibletrial.com slash craftfruitsports. Or just go to our website, craftfruitsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. It's totally free. Just do it. If you have an Amazon account and you haven't done that yet, go do it. It's free. Sign up. Get your book. Cancel. <laughs> that was pretty simple. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right. So we're going to set off a real, real simple one this week on another podcast that's not ours. Because <laughs> I don't think that I would invite this douchebag on our show. Not saying that I turned him down exactly either. But <laughs> <laughs> on the Sims and Lefko podcast this week, uh, Patriots resident Meathead uh, for those of you who are unaware, immediately when I say that, that would be Rob Gronkowski. Gronk smash. Yeah, that fool. Admitted that he would pay a significant amount of money to change his on-the-field number to a certain <clears throat> other number. <laughs> which, if you know anything about Gronk, you can probably take a guess to which number that would be. Yes. What, uh, what... What number would a meathead frat boy trapped in an NFL player's body want? Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. If you oppose <laughs> the number 96, I'm guessing <laughs> that might be it. 
Yeah, so Kronk said he would change his number to 69. He would even go so far as to pay $69,000. Oh, good one, Gronk. Super funny, bro. Ah! <laughs> Gronk smart. <laughs> you know what else this is stupid? So most people are thinking, well, why didn't he just change his number to 69? One, because in the NFL they do it by position. Yes. So the position grouping. Yeah, the position <laughs> groupings don't allow for him to be number 69 based off of being a tight end and you know what so he's has to be in the 80s or i think there's another group like maybe the 50s maybe the high 50s i don't know. I don't know yeah but either way it can't be because he's not in the position grouping but also there there's a fee even right. if you know there's a fee and there's well, no it's not negotiable i mean there are i know that like that happens in in all sports where like somebody wants a number so they yeah, pay the guy who has that number. But that's not paying like the league or that's not paying the team or anybody to I didn't listen to the podcast. The I don't rules. know what he I don't know what he well, maybe that's what he's saying here is that he'll pay the league sixty nine thousand dollars to break the the position yeah, rule. He's and gonna let pay him. a billion dollar multi billion dollar <laughs> company sixty nine thousand dollars and they're gonna say, Okay, cool. Goodell's gonna be like, All right, that's funny, man. I get yeah. it sixty nine. It's it's funny and it's totally <laughs> worth it for us to you know change the rule for you for 69 grand it's it's gonna buy us that new wing what a fucking josh ball this is so childish he is such a douche nozzle like i can't it's something a high schooler would giggle about too right oh my god i'm number 69 (laughs) when that when the when you posted the link in our doc i looked at some of the other ones and like there's been instances where a reporter says something about 69 and he literally giggles like oh, a yeah. little kid. No, this like, has been brought up multiple times with him. There's even, I don't know if you ever heard that sound bite where he was in, it might have been for like MTV Spring Break or something like that. Either way, he was interviewing some woman and he was basically leading her on with these questions, like trying to get her to say the number 69. But like all the questions were real stupid. Like, uh, you know. What would you say that you fall there? Uh, somewhere in between 68 and 70? What a fucking dude. Yeah, it was really just, oh my God, this it hurts my brain to hear this. But that's, you know. Do you think it's an act or do you think he's really this fucking dumb? I think it's a little bit of both. I do think yeah. he's that dumb. But I also think he plays it up a lot too. I mean, that's what people I'm think that. Yeah, he knows that he's he has got like, this persona of right. being this goofball right, frat the party boy. boy. Yeah, and so yeah, I think he does play it up a little bit. But I also do think he's just that stupid in those days. Rob Gronkowski, the NFL's resident fuckboy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> in a league full of them, <laughs> he stands the tallest among the fuckboys. Uh, let's talk some some Las Vegas Golden Knights. Excuse me, Vegas Golden Knights. I uh, I misspoke there because they're stupid. You don't want to throw the loss in there. We're just the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, you don't want to be the the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dumb. Anyways, they came to an agreement finally on the local station that will be carrying the coverage of their games on the radio out in Vegas. Uh, that station, doesn't matter what it is, it's not the CBS radio stations that are out there. Apparently, this did not sit well with uh, the CBS broadcasters. After learning of the decision, Senior Vice President Tony Berlongo, uh, I think I said Berlongo, it's Perlongo. 
Sorry. Anyways, he definitely he, did say Berlanga. <laughs> my bad. He wrote uh, this email to the employees of CBS Radio Las Vegas, which holds six like highest rated sports radio stations in the city. And this is the email quote, a decision has been made that effective immediately there to be no further mentions of the Las Vegas Golden Knights hockey team on any CBS Las Vegas radio stations or any of our social media platforms. This includes, but not limited to on sale ticket mentions, player coaches, interviews, plugging locals to sing national anthem, TV broadcast schedule, etc. It is now the responsibility of the Golden Knights chosen radio partner to help accomplish their goals, not ours. Holy shit, that petty was turned up all the way. <laughs> 100,000 trillion. <laughs> uh, super harsh email and really an odd choice given that this is the first professional sports team in the city and the season is starting soon and obviously there's going to be a lot of attention around it. Right. Even if it fizzles out, it's still going to be attention. Which it will. start. Yeah, but to start with, people are going to be Would excited. I give it three to five years? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, he ended up getting a lot of backlash for it, and he backed off of that and said, no, of course we uh, we support the Golden Knights. We'll, we'll be there when the puck drops. We wish them nothing but the best, blah, blah, blah. But holy shit, man, he went scorched earth as soon as he lost this bid to cover their games. Tell me. I just like how he was like, don't even talk about like locals singing the national anthem. Don't, yeah, don't talk about <laughs> shit. I don't want to hear Golden Knights come out of anybody's mouth around Don't there. even say gold. I don't even want to hear you fucking. You're not allowed to say golden ticket. You can't. <laughs> nothing. You're not allowed to say nighttime anymore, okay? I, I don't want anybody else fucking up around here. <laughs> Not this, even me. This reminds me of uh, a couple years ago when WLW here in Cincinnati was mad at Homer Bailey for blowing off an interview. So when he threw his second no-hitter, they ran ads congratulating Ryan Hannigan on catching his second no-hitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, they were like, congratulations, Ryan Hannigan. And everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Do you think... Do you think like radio stations do this more often and, and we just don't know about it? Because this was an internal email that somehow got leaked out into the into the world for everybody to see. And that's I work at a TV station. I know this type of stuff. So. <laughs> I'm not accusing us of doing anything, but I definitely know that there's there's biases or there's a, oh, well, you know, we're going to cover this a certain way or not cover this a certain way or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's human nature to do those sorts of things. If you've been slighted or, you know, that's why they're so much worried about, you know, payola and stuff like that. Yeah. Giving different coverages. But, I mean, it happens in certain situations because that's just, you know, if somebody treats you shitty. Yeah. Then it's very hard to then go on and talk favorably right. about them. I that's, mean, yeah, that's true. It'd, it'd be hard to. But vice versa, though, there's been some times when we've done some things and then sports teams are like, yeah, fuck that channel. <laughs> Not gonna let them, you know. Not gonna give them any interviews. Or We're I mean. revoking those press passes, right? So I mean, you know, it and, works. It works both ways. And that's when it's congratulations, Ryan Hannigan. Yeah. <laughs> Very bitter, but uh, you know, pettiness rules the day. <laughs> oh shit! Hang on, Tyson is giving you all of the black players in the comments on Facebook. All the black NHL players. This Tyson. is the last week. This is it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's almost, it'd be better if you don't get it this week. Because this true. is going to be the last time people get to see you chug a Zima for who knows how long. Weeks. 
At least. Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get to that portion of the show, uh, fake news is once again back in the news. Uh, if you're unaware, a fake quote attributed to Steelers linebacker James Harrison made the rounds last year during the initial days of the Colin Kaepernick saga. Harrison was falsely attributed as having said, anyone on my team sits for the anthem, they better be in a wheelchair. Uh, of course, this week, uh, a few of the players again making uh, gestures during the anthem, either standing and having their fist up or sitting. In the case of Marshawn Lynch, um, he sat in a cooler during the national anthem <laughs> during a Raiders preseason game. Uh, th- that made that this that meant that this quote got new life and it was brought back up and started making the rounds again. And in fact, it made it back. It made it into the uh, the the Twitter feed of one former NHL star, Jeremy Roenick. He t- retweeted the article, the fake article containing this quote, <laughs> and said, "Quote: Now this is a man I want on my team. Too bad we have to sit around and watch disrespectfully disrespectful athletes sit on coolers. Disgraceful." End quote. Wow. Well, it. One, that's a horribly weak take to yeah. begin with. Right. And two, he used a fake quote to try to make his point. Yeah. It's a year later. It's one thing that's to get the, duped right. off something when it's in its full cycle. I totally get people falling in something and just not realizing, not paying attention in general. Right. Very easy to happen. But a year later, you're getting yeah. duped by an article yeah. because, again, <laughs> somebody you know thought, hey. It's like when like the celebrity is dead hoaxes come out every yes. single year and people are like, oh my God, Tom Hanks, he's dead. And it's yeah. like, no, he still hasn't died again this year. Still alive, just like <laughs> last year when you tried to do this too. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I And also a reminder, check your source. <laughs> here's, here's what's crazy to me about this whole idea of what's like happening in our world is people just make shit up now. And it catches fire, and people believe it. Right. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. It's the one thing that Trump actually got right so far during his presidency is the idea of fake news. (laughs) Now, his use of fake news to call actual news fake news, just or any news that he just doesn't like, that's totally (laughs) fucked up. But the concept of fake news is actually really real. Yeah. And it happens so often. I love when people share onion articles on Facebook. Oh, and and then don't realize it. Yeah. And they're so mad about it. It's the Or so excited. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever the reaction. Oh my god, you guys see this? This is great. (laughs) It's it's the onion, dude. What the fuck, man? How do you not read? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've gotten duped on Onion articles at first glance. Yeah. You know, you see something real quick and you're just not paying attention. But to go through the process of reposting and not actually checking or not reading, because that's what happens. A lot of people just read the headline, hit the old retweet yeah. button. Man, I agree with this. Or, man, this is stupid. It's, hey, that, that's a fake article, It happened bro. to me once before. I shared a fake news article and then openly apologized and I've never felt more shame in my life. Right. What I mean, it you didn't the worst. do it on purpose, though. I mean, it just—it's just the no, thing of you get swept not up taking the shit. time to yeah. actually have looked at it. You just see it. Oh man. It, yeah. It was a it was a sat, uh, satire article that Bobby Jindal was blocking Guinness from coming into Louisiana. <laughs> That's I what got like, you all fired I was like, up. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now to be. To be fair, <laughs> fuck Bobby Jindal. <laughs> That's on its face is a fair statement. So, 
if you were just throwing that out there, yes. But for that specific reason, no, it was definitely for no. that, that specific reason. But of, there's a long seriously? list of other reasons that Bobby Jindal can go fuck himself. <laughs> so just pick one. Uh, all right. Well, moral of the story: James Harrison is a badass, but he never said that. So stop telling people that he did. Right. And Jeremy Roenick, get your shit together. Jeremy Roenick. Anyways, let's move into some college football news. He's a white hockey player. By the way. <laughs> I know that one. Oh, shit. Played for the Flyers. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Dropping that straight well, knowledge you're on killing you. it. I, I feel Woo. like we don't even have to have you name the Black Hockey All player. right. Uh, no, we w. Oh, we definitely right. do. It's the last week for it, man. You got to take it one more time. That's <laughs> you, you have to. The people will riot if you don't. Fuck them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this story came out today, and it is uh, this might be my favorite story of the week. So easily, back in the day, college football wasn't always as cut and dry as it is now. What? <laughs> uh, the BCS obviously had its share of issues before that. Uh, the the system that they had in place still was kind of fucked up, and prior to that, it was just random polls. That if you were first place in the poll at the end of the year. It was like, yeah, we're the national champions. Like, there was the coaches poll. There's the AP poll. There was random polls that it was just like, ah, oh, this is the craft root sports poll. And that could be, that could determine a national champion. So if you look back in the history of college football, there's all these years where there's a lot of shared national championships because they just, it, they wouldn't happen. Like, you'd play a bowl game against yeah, just so it was a random team. sophisticated before playoffs came in and legitimized the sport. Anyways, there uh, <laughs> I said it for you. You were really struggling. I just wanted you to get to the point. Anyways, <laughs> last year the American Football Coaches Association retroactively awarded Oklahoma A&M, the school that later became Oklahoma State, with the 1945 National Championship based on some poll that they found and they were like, "Yeah, you're the you were the co-national champions in Who's 1945." Around looking at this. I don't know, people who Before not and not never before now. Right. Somebody well, today was like, "Yeah. Oh Just, my god. All this time we thought it was army, but no, they they shared it with Oklahoma State." So, Oklahoma State, this was last year that this happened. Oklahoma State this week Put up a sign in their end zone of their stadium. Oh no! 1945 national champions. This is and are super proud of their random ass poll winning national championship from 70 years ago. Didn't think it was gonna get worse than going back to one of our first shows with the state champ rings for Florida State. (laughs) That I thought was pretty low. I forgot about. No, I never forget that. Florida uh, getting their state champ rings. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is super bad, man. And and Oklahoma State tweeted it out with uh, like trophy emojis. Did they did they bring back the old team? I mean, the the surviving members of the team. Did they bring <laughs> them back in for I, ring ceremony? It's. I mean, there's probably like three guys left from the team. The, this was college football in 1945. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the surviving members. So there's not many. Those guys like went to World War II. Like, the, yeah, <laughs> they are. There aren't a lot of these guys left. No, uh, but needless to say, Oklahoma State got blasted on Twitter for this. A lot of Oklahoma fans had fun making fun of them, and even Oklahoma State fans, which to their credit is awesome. One Twitter uh, user said, "God damn it, OU fans can already make fun of us. 
quit giving them more ammo. Please, please take this down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is bad yeah, it is dude. so awful i can't believe that they didn't just accept the honor and just hey thanks, thanks. you know yeah thanks. this is cool we'll acknowledge it in some cool. way shape or yeah. form uh, you know even if you just mention it in the school newspaper or something <laughs> right something like that uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek but to actually put a banner up i could even and... i would even let them sell t-shirts in the bookstore because again that could be like hey cheek. it's a f- that's funny man it's like yeah. the xavier undefeated right. football t-shirts ha 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 undefeated since 1973 right we're funny it, it's not you're poking fun at the situation because you know but to to literally hang <laughs> hang a banner that says 1945 national champs that's us right there woohoo that's just that's so, so ridiculous so, Mouse. so ridiculous the Miami Heat cold they think <laughs> after retiring Michael Jordan's number <laughs> that uh, uh, Oklahoma State is ridiculous <laughs> also even worse didn't even know that they were Oklahoma A and M and then you yeah, know switched changed. to Oklahoma yeah. <sighs> I didn't know that either. Even even more ridiculous. So it's technically not their school that won it. Right. Oklahoma A&M is the, yeah. <laughs> the champion. All the more reason to have not done it. <laughs> dumb. Just dumb. That's and, like that's like whoever was second place in the Heisman voting behind uh Reggie, Reggie Bush. Bush. Yeah. Like being like, I'm the Heisman baby. Holding the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want, demanding I to be it. in the Heisman House commercials. <laughs> yeah. No, I, going give around me, asking for endorsements. Give me my vote. Yes, I get my it vote It would now. be the exact same thing. I was going to try to come up with a wrestling analogy there just for you and Tank, but I, I couldn't come up with something. It would enough. be awful, I'm sure. <laughs> Speaking of awful, this this the planning on this one, just, just awful. You may have heard this one, but I, it's just too good to pass up. So the Atlanta Falcons are moving into a two billion dollar stadium this year, which on its face is just ridiculous. Given, the stadium costs two billion. Giving Jarrah the big middle finger right there. They're yeah. giving. They're giving. Uh, they're giving Jerry my dad size middle finger to, <laughs> with the stadium. The middle finger that he gives Jarrah. <laughs> Jarrah's Atlanta's borrowing and giving it to Jarrah as well. But uh, yeah, so they're. Um, they're opening this $2 billion stadium, so you figure a lot of planning's gone into this. You don't just build a $2 billion stadium and haphazardly do things. Not so fast, my friend. If you're the Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> maybe you do. Because the Mercedes-Benz Stadium that will open up this coming season, despite all the planning, uh, they didn't get this one right. Now, the South and Atlanta is still in the South, mind you. They're synonymous <laughs> with Chick-fil-A down there. It's a big thing. Chick-fil-A, peaches, sweet tea. Uh, and Chick-fil-A sponsors the Peach Bowl, too. Right. Like yeah. They've got, they, it's it's a big thing in the Which, South. Isn't that, isn't that game in Atlanta? Like, don't they normally play the Peach Bowl? Yeah, they've in... always played it at the Georgia Dome. Okay. All yeah. Right. Which I assume that they'll be playing. It's, they must be. Yeah. yeah. The SEC championship game and whatnot, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, yeah, the chi- they, they have a Chick-fil-A restaurant. The only problem is the Atlanta Falcons play on Sunday when everybody knows Chick-fil-A is fucking closed. <laughs> you know that day when you really want Chick-fil-A? Always on Sunday. And their moral values say, we ain't working on Sundays. So guess what? They're holding to them. And out they're of, not going to be open on Sundays. Out of eight home games. Yes, they, they will be one. One, <laughs> one in December. They'll be playing. So if you really want Chick-fil-A at the new stadium, you've got to go down there December 7th on a Thursday night game <laughs> against the Saints. 
By the way, though, Zaxby's is actually the official chicken of the Atlanta Falcons, and Zaxby's is superior. Can we just talk about how ridiculous some of the sponsors are for sporting teams? Yeah, like, I don't know why you need your official, official chicken. chicken. Yeah, well. That's kind of ridiculous. Like, the, the Reds have Evan Williams. It's the official bourbon of the Cincinnati Reds. How did nobody what? think about this, though? How did it not stop? Well, I mean, it'll be open, by the way, we should mention. It'll be open on all the day, all the events that aren't on Sunday, so... This $2 billion stadium is definitely going to house yeah. quite a few events because yeah, they need to pay, the, ta- pay back the, the bill on that well, one, but and, still. And I, I read that they will also, like, it's the video boards for the, the menu. Mm-hmm. So it's like the computerized video boards. So on Sundays for Falcons games, they'll switch the menu, and it'll just, like, host somebody else coming in. And, and so it won't be Chick-fil-A. You won't be able to buy Chick-fil-A there, but the actual section will be open for concessions gotcha. just like random regular concessions it's just dumb it's super dumb. <laughs> it's just it's super i mean dumb. you wanted to have it but you didn't think that through yeah first of all chick-fil-a in a stadium they're gonna be spending you're gonna be buying a chicken sandwich for 23 dollars like, that's how <laughs> yes. much that fucking chicken sandwich Which chick-fil-a is two, good don't it's not don't 23 dollars good it is not 23 dollars you're gonna good. have those two pickles that are that you are just stuck to the fucking bun and it's gross and it's kind of disgusting you're gonna <laughs> spend an arm and a leg for it i <laughs> but not on sundays you won't no you won't i i just don't i don't it's just weird it. to me that not not one person thought hey maybe this isn't the best like i don't think they gave a shit they were like this rent is two billion dollars like we, we just bought a two billion dollar stadium your rent they're paying rent your rent <laughs> is going to be exorbitant <laughs> oh you don't want to open on sunday fuck it that's fine you're still gonna pay rent for it <laughs> And Chick-fil-A is dumb enough to be like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so I wonder if Chick-fil-A is renting out. Like, I'm sure they're renting the space in the stadium or there's some deal there. I would imagine there. so. And then I wonder if they're like sub-rent, like there's a sub-lease on, on Sundays <laughs> for whoever comes in there. Yeah. I would imagine. Fucking so dumb, man. It would only make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, they're not paying rent on their own buildings, right. you know, around the country. So I imagine that the ones that they are paying rent on, that they, if they have the ability to sublease it, then might as well. What if they started doing that at their restaurants? Just like on Sundays, it was Every Chick-fil-A turned into something yeah, else? Yeah, it was just something else on Sunday. That'd be funny. That'd actually be pretty sweet. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I would be the guy that shows up in line. Be like, give me a twelve pack, and they're like, ah, uh, no, man, we we don't do that's chicken not us. nuggets. That's not us today. <laughs> be like, what, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> You're why they won't do it. Yeah. Congratulations. Exactly. Sorry, because I'm dumb. All right, let's uh, let's not grump dumb, but pretty dumb. <laughs> I want sixty nine nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that would be his order. <laughs> you know, Grump's order sixty nine. <laughs> I'm even gonna. I'll pay sixty nine dollars for it. <laughs> I don't want 69 ice cubes in my coke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Slawman, Kevin Sluter, chimed in and said they sell that Evan Williams bourbon at UDF. (laughs) The official bourbon of the Cincinnati Reds is available at a gas station. (laughs) Right next to ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds... Pick up a pint and pick up a gallon. The only the only liquor I know of being sold in like gas stations is Kamchatka vodka, and ah. I do not want to be associated ah. with that level at all. No. Evan Williams, step your fucking game up. 
<laughs> All right, uh, last story bumper deck for you. It's been a while since we've done some beer news, but one of our favorite breweries on the show, Southern Tier. You guys, shout know out to Western as, New York. Um, <laughs> they uh, they make pumpkin, and uh, we've also done their thick mint stout on the show as well. Uh, they have announced that they are coming out with a new beer this November. Uh, it's going to be in their dessert beer lineup. So like along thick that mint. thick mint, yeah, uh, this is this is going to be a cinnamon roll imperial ale. All in. Whew, that's going to come out mid November, eight point six percent ABV. That is going to be amazing. I'm I'm telling you right now, can consume it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, I effed that one up. I got all excited. I mean, can it? I mean, make lots and lots of cans of that beer is what I meant. But no, yes, consume the shit out of this one. There's no way this is going to be bad. I think we've talked about it before, but not on air. Have you had the creme brulee? Because the creme brulee is delicious. Yes, creme brulee is really good. That's another one that they make. Um, and then obviously they make the uh, the opposite. The, the warlock. Yeah, the warlock. That's better than pumpkin. Yep. Which I still haven't had. All right. Well, I know we what need we're to having do. In yeah, we need to yep. do that. Um, and then there's there's a couple other ones though that are really good. The chocolate one is the one that I'm not a huge fan it's of. All right, because it's a dark. It's just like dark yeah, chocolate. It's not but my it, favorite. It's just kind of bitter. Do you know what they do make that's good? Uh, their two Xmas is a really good mm. Christmas beer. Never oh, had that. It's like a winter warmer. And then their two X IPA is a really good IPA too. Huh. Might have to get that. While well, we're on this IPA kick. Either way, cinnamon rolls for everyone come November. Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to get super this. Super excited. It's going to be the best. I will have no problem finding that. The place around the, store, <laughs> the corner from my store has a whole like southern tier section. Nice. Well, there you go. Uh, this has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. And the number 69. <laughs> <laughs> like Sesame Street in this bitch. <laughs> uh Ridpath wants to know if creme brulee is season- seasonal. I don't think no, it is. Creme I think brulee that's is year round. round, just like thick mint, just like pretty much the only ones that uh, that are seasonal are the the two pumpkin ones and their Christmas beer. Yeah, the two but the, I was gonna I say think, the rest of them you can find all year. Yeah, I think the the dessert lineup is just harder to find than than some of their other ones. You you would think. But I see my Kroger a lot. Yeah, Ridpath, check uh, Hyde Park Kroger. I know they always yeah, had. They, I've always they seen that they always have the creme brulee bombers one too. For sure. They're not. They yeah, don't make that the in the four pack. It's only a bomb. Well, they are going to do the uh, cinnamon so. roll in the four pack. But I just feel I know we've talked about it before. Bomber, bomber's always the way to yep. go when you get an option. Yeah, just something more bolder about that brown hey, brown bag in it. Tank uh, Tank just gave us a perfect segue here to uh, something we were going to talk about on this show. You being so, a white motherfucker? No, but we'll get to that oh. in a second. Uh, Tank says Damn. that 40-proof gas station liquor is the worst liquor. Kamchaka Vodka, Evan Williams Berman, apparently. Uh, he said, that being said, can gas station liquor shots be a future punishment on the show? Ooh. Ugh, that's a rough one. Ooh. Now, we had Bill call in and say he was going to send us liquor. That He's been talking about that for weeks <laughs> on weeks. He keeps shipping it to himself, I think. <laughs> Don't but, have to worry about Bill calling in tonight <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> but anyways, Tank, yes, that can be a future punishment, and you can name that punishment. So here's what we're going to do this year. Uh, we are going to be off next week, the, which will be the last week before there's any football to uh, to really talk about the week we come back we're gonna have football which means we would normally do our miss cleo picks and as everybody knows last year i failed miserably at those picks and had to look at a lot of dicks 
uh, through my Craigslist ads, which was one of the worst punishments. That had nothing to do with the punishment. <laughs> he just had to look a lot of dicks. <laughs> it was more of a need thing for him, <laughs> but he looked at a lot of dicks. But this year, we decided to do things a little differently. Uh, this was born out of a, a message with Jim, one of the craft uh, root sports biggest shit talkers and instigators. We decided we were talking about maybe doing like a fantasy football league, and then we decided to just do weekly pickums. So we'll do a season long craft root sports pickem. Yes, and we'll try to throw in some college games, NFL games, whatever. We have to figure out the details. I on think it'll it. probably just mostly be NFL. Unless be, I can find a site that has some college ones. Yeah, and, but I don't think they'll mix them though. That's the thing. They might. If you can find it, there's, good luck. There's gonna but be. There's got to be some s- degenerate gambling site somewhere that has it. <laughs> Yes, Come on. some seedy third person. <laughs> right. uh, but what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to open that up to anybody that listens to the show. You can join in. And anybody that beats me and anybody that beats Scott will get to name a punishment for whoever the, the person is you beat. So if you beat both of us, you actually get to name a punishment for each one of us. This sounds awful. It's, it's awful for me because I'm going to lose to a lot of But what I'm people. saying is it's a weekly thing? Mm-mm. It's just at the, the, end, of the, the end of the year. Yeah, okay, the all right, okay season, that makes more sense because I'm sitting there thinking, on any given week, there's a good no, chance that we might not come out no, ahead. At the end of the season, suffer a lot of punishments <laughs> week to week. At the end of the season, wherever you fall in in the total ranking, if you beat me or beat you, you get to name a punishment. Now for that the, also the host opens, that you beat. That also opens the door up to what if you and I finished it dead last both of us and uh, whatever 10 15 other people in front of us they all get to pick punishments for yes, us yes they all get to pick punishments that sounds for us. awful it's it's going to get us through you are next screwed. summer i'm i'm totally screwed i'm yes. really screwed in this but it's going to be super fun uh, <laughs> uh tank says whoever loses the weekly pick em between you two should have to do a shot of shitty gas station liquor god damn it that's actually a good idea just Week to week, whoever loses. Oh, just between the two of us? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there should be a uh, uh, just a week to week thing, because that was kind of how we did it, even though we tallied it up. We didn't really do that. We just talked shit. Yeah, we just, well, yeah. There wasn't a punishment. Yeah. The punishments didn't. Oh, uh, no, I know why, though, because we picked even amounts of games, so there was never right. technically a winner. That's a good point. Uh, we picked two college and two, two there NFL. Were, there were a lot of winners, because I would lose four games, and you would win Fair one. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, we could always just we could just play like uh, we'll play match play golf rules, and if if we push a week, the next week if you lose, you, you have to do two, two shots. shots. <laughs> we'll figure. Joe it out. says this sounds awesome, so we probably shouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, if Joe's on board, <laughs> yeah, this, and that dude comes up awful. with some fucked up punishments. Uh, that's that's one thing I will preface. We're not going to just blindly agree to do whatever punishment you come up with because I still. Yes. It also has to be within reason. Yes. There, I, we're not going to spend put some a shitload of money. Yeah. I'm not going to do something that's going to get me fired Nothing or permanent. make me end up divorced. I don't want any naked pictures of myself online. There, we're going to be able, but we'll let you pick a punishment. And if we don't like it, we'll work something out with you. But basically. Mike will give you a handy in the parking lot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Basically, this could be oh. the worst idea we've ever had. Jessica says that this sounds fun. She might join in. <laughs> the, uh, Jessica, you should definitely join in. And the more females we get, the better this could get. Because, I mean, 
dudes thinking of punishments for other dudes, it gets very it gets very gronkish in a hurry. Right. With the punishment, it's very right. low brow. But I feel yeah. like I feel like a female opinion on these some, like, could bring some interesting, yeah. interesting thought into this punishment. It's good. It's, you know, we should. I, she hasn't chimed in in a while. I need to speak with her. Liz. It's Liz. Yeah. yeah. Liz I'm hasn't wondering. said, I don't know how far be- behind she is, but she used to give us shit on a weekly basis. And she would be not only good at this, but awesome at picking a punishment. So I am I am super excited about this. Uh, so do us a Joe, favor, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I knew Joe was going to be pissed when, he, when we were like, we're not doing anything you say. Because that's... He was good. He already had some things. Joe was the one that came up with a lot of punishments before Whitey delivered the Craigslist ad that couldn't be topped. Last yeah, that's and true. Joe was like, "All right, you're going to eat the world's hottest potato chip." And <laughs> he had yeah, some. Yeah. He had some crazy shit. So I forgot I'm, about those suggestions. My whole goal is to beat Joe so that I don't. Have well, to. <laughs> Jessica's in, so there we go. We have at least one female that'll awesome. join us. We Tell your friends about this. Yeah, uh, we will get this started. And it'll for be week op- one. open uh, to as many people. Yeah. as want to join. We won't yeah. put a cap on. Right. Who can join? So and uh, anybody who gets in before week one is eligible. So Miss Cleo picks this year. It won't be Scott and I doing our normal pick two college, pick two NFL games. It'll be more talking about standings in in the pick'em, and you know we, we could talk about a couple of games that we picked or something like that. But yeah. For the most part, you can hear week to week where you stand and <laughs> start thinking of your punishment, and people can write in and taunt us like this is what I'm going to do this once I beat you. Remember when I when we came up with the drunk line and we were like this could go south really quickly. Yes. This, this has will the go to be south. way worse. <laughs> yeah. This already starts south. So <laughs> it has the potential just to go straight to hell. <laughs> oh good, Jim's here. <laughs> Show just got better. <laughs> I just realized I never uh I never opened up the drunk line, so I apologize to anybody. Um, All right, before you do that, though, we need to test your might as a white motherfucker. <sighs> okay. All right, hang on. Let me let me turn on the drunk line before we do this. Just I'm not looking up answers. No, There's I'm, nothing to answer. I haven't asked you anything. I'm not, I'm not like getting to the uh, the anti white motherfucker website. <laughs> There's not one of those. Uh, it, What's the name of that damn uh, Urban Dictionary will not help you out in this <laughs> endeavor. You're screwed. All right, Drunk Line should be open uh, now. So if you guys want to call in after I answer. Oh, shit. Kevin says I have some inexpensive, unique ideas. That's going to be trouble. So Slawman's in. Uh, we're, in. We're in trouble with this. All right, so this is the point of the show where... I prove whether or not I'm a white motherfucker. So and Scott, last ne- last week you shockingly I got it defied right. the odds. So you're w- one for two. Are we gonna say? Or th- that was the first time of the, the show. Time, yeah. or the first time of the actual thing. So right. I guess you're one for one. I'm undefeated so far. Undefeated, never lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week gonna be a little bit tougher. So mm. during the '90s, yeah, there is a an R&B duo. Oh shit. I know of one. Which one? Just no, so keep going, going. Keep going. Nope. No. Oh, all right. Well, there's an R&B duo. Went okay. by the the name of Casey and JoJo. Okay, that's the one I knew. All right, good, good. I know Shit. Casey and JoJo. <laughs> well, Casey and JoJo came from a R&B group. 
Oh, fuck. They broke off of an R&B group. Oh, Name fuck. the R&B group that Casey and JoJo were originally part of. God damn it. <laughs> you white motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's right. I feel like they came after Casey and JoJo or were... They were right around the same no, time. No, it then was they, not the Backstreet Boys. No, I know it wasn't the Backstreet Boys. It was not insane. Uh, I understand that. God damn it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say, and I don't think it's right, uh, but I, I can't think of anything else. I was going to say Drew Hill. Mike, you are a white mother. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what, who was the... Jodeci. Uh, <laughs> shit. Yes! So this week you are indeed wow. a white Motherfucker. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. You are one red white motherfucker right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. I yeah, I would have I wouldn't have come up with that. Even Funny enough, I actually one of my thoughts for my question had to do with Drew Hill, but then I thought, nah, it's too easy. Because everybody knows Cisco and Thong Song, yeah. and that'll ruin that. That's why, like, no. that's why I thought maybe Drew Hill, because I was like, well, Cisco went on his own, so maybe there was like two other dudes yeah. that were like all right, fine, we'll do our own <laughs> thing too then, you silver-haired asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, did, I have heard of Jodeci. I couldn't tell you a single song. Fair enough. Off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I was hoping when you said an R&B duo, I was like, I hope the answer is Casey and JoJo. <laughs> I, know, I know Casey and JoJo. Well, I thought about asking it the opposite way and saying, what? Uh, but then uh, glad I didn't. would have gotten it. Yep. Glad I, I would have been not. two for two. Well, and I wouldn't have really known. I would have just, just guessed, been guessing. Because that would have yeah. been, been the, the R&B duo from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. You're now one for two. Uh-oh. And you are a what motherfucker. That's good timing by whoever's calling. Perfect timing on this call. Hey, Craft Breed Sports, this is the white motherfucker. Who's this? <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello? The shit? Uh, hi. Uh, you're What the fuck is happening right now? Uh, hello, uh, sir? <laughs> yeah? Uh, uh, Michael. Uh, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I have this is no idea. I have no idea who put, I don't know, I have no idea who put a, whoever this is up to this, but continue. <laughs> yes? Okay, uh, you talking about, uh, football or soccer? <laughs> football or soccer? Uh, we weren't really talking about either one of them. I, I also thought that she said fruit ball, <laughs> fruit bar, or sucker. And so I'm like, oh, you talking about foobar? You talking yes. about foobar? What do you want to talk about, football or soccer? Okay, uh, yeah. uh, okay. I have a number. Can you have a number? 69? Do I have one number? Do you have the wrong number? Do, do I have a number? I, I'm yeah, I don't have a number. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right, well. All right. Hit the uh, kill switch. <laughs> you, you have a good night. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what just happened. I have no idea. If somebody paid that person to call in, <laughs> you're a horrible human being. 
That was that was awful. <laughs> Joe says and awfully racist. Joe says drop. Jim said fook me, fook you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was bad. I don't know what happened there. I have no idea what happened. That was the first time in uh, drunk <laughs> line history that <laughs> I I don't know what just happened. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was our first call. That <sighs> that was the first time that we were like, why did we why did we open up the drunk line? What the fuck was that? That was weird. Anyways, so... Uh, and we did not have any part in that? Just moving. so anybody who's listening to this thinks that was a gag that we planned? Uh, no. <laughs> no. None of the you, drunk line calls are planned I by us. I think you can so. tell by, by me just going... Well, no, yeah, fuck? but I was waiting for... <laughs> then you said the horribly racist part, and I thought, well, nobody's going to own up to it now, so that it'll stick yeah, with it. But point. it really didn't sound like anybody was joking. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. All right. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, I saw this story this week, man, and I had to I had to bring it up on this episode just because we've talked about Angel Hernandez recently. Ah, yes. Did I you saw hear this. what happened with him? I did. I did. For those of you that don't know, this week Ian Kinsler got run in a game. There's a ball that was like low and outside, and it was a. I never did see the uh, the initial call that. Started. This it was it was a low and outside ball that wasn't called a strike. I just it, as soon as I saw Andrew Hernandez, I thought, well, he fucked it up. Yeah. It, well, it, there was no. It, he didn't make a bad call on that pitch. I don't know if there was something else earlier in the game, uh, but threw it low and out. Uh, the ball came low and outside, and Ian Kinsler turned around and looked at Hernandez, probably saying something along the lines of, "I'm sure you thought that was a strike too," uh, or something like that. But that made the count like two and zero, oh, so it wasn't even like. I don't know. It was it, there's something going on there, and immediately got run. Like as soon as he turned around, Hernandez just tossed him. Uh, Shocker, <laughs> right? Angel Hernandez uh, running trying somebody? to make himself no, the star of the show. Uh, but it it didn't end there. So they asked Ian Kinsler what they thought about Angel Hernandez, and on three different occasions in a span of two days, he said Angel Hernandez needs to find a new career. <laughs> he basically just laid it all out there. So we had talked about um, who was the umpire that got suspended Joe last West. week. Joe West got suspended yes. for talking shit about Adrian Beltre, and now here's a player flipping the script and being like, no, Angel Hernandez sucks. He shouldn't be an umpire. He's the worst umpire in the league. I think it's fucking awesome. Now, he's going to get suspended. Like, right. There's no way that he won't get suspended from that. Um, but I thought that was amazing to see him just not just double down, but triple down on his comments. Like, they gave him every chance to back off. And so, like, no, I, so you the, know, it's, the question is, how long till Angel Hernandez sues him? Probably pretty soon. That's right. I forgot <laughs> he's suing the league because yeah. he's not... Oh my the, god! Because of racism. Do you think maybe the league won't? Maybe the league won't suspend Kinsler, and they're just going to be like, "Listen, we're not going to su- suspend you, but you need to testify in our favor." In this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually would be a solid defense. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't think he did anything wrong, but this just goes to show you he's a horrible umpire and has nothing to do with his race. <laughs> Oh shit! I love this too because you know that pitcher. As soon as like this whole thing went down, the pitcher was like, "No, that's a good call, Angel. Keep it up." After I wonder what, what pitchers think of Angel Hernandez because all the people that have ever heard talk about Angel Hernandez are always hitters. That's I've what Bronson heard... said when he was on the show. He was like, "Sometimes those umpires, it works in your favor because right. you get calls that you wouldn't get with." A well, yeah, good but umpire. you got to imagine that 
because Angel Hernandez is terrible, that there's been plenty of pitchers that were also pissed off because I'm sure it they goes were. both ways. Right. Angel Hernandez isn't just blind one way. Right. So, right. but I never heard a pitcher say say much. But I mean, it's I guess it's rare that you hear pitchers say too much. I guess because they know at some point they'll have that guy's an ump again. Yeah, and better not to piss him. But I mean, it's the same thing for the hitter, though, isn't it? I mean, hitter also has to worry about that someday he'll be behind the plate at some game too, and I got to worry about you know either setting him off or him having this real liberal strike zone right. with me. So I guess it would work, work both ways, but it doesn't matter because Angel Hernandez is just terrible. If you no, and I sitting at home, he's the best, and he should umpire every World Series, and I don't know why he isn't. Bottom line is, I'll tell you what, he should sue the league. It has nothing to do with his race. <laughs> Whatever the decision, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's Mexican. <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was my sister that had called in. Wow, your sister is horribly racist. <laughs> It was uncomfortable. Kate, I just don't get I don't get the the joke. I don't, yeah, I don't I at some point I thought it would break down if it was somebody we knew. <laughs> just kinda kept going. Got less intelligible. <laughs> this is weird. Anyways. After Katie nailing it last week, that was that was a weak entry. Yeah. I'd stick to the non impressions of foreign people. <laughs> Probably solid. Oh shit! Uh, all right, man. Well, that's that's really all I had from this week was Ian Kinsler. Do you have anything going on this week before before you try to name black hockey players? No, we're not that far. I know. I'm saying before oh, you get well, to let's that talk point. more about Zeke Elliott because that was a big story this uh, week, and it just Jesus. got more ridiculous. And there's more hot takes out there. And yeah, so so Zeke is is coming for the N- the NFL, and which his, we knew he would. Yeah. We knew when the uh, announcement came that he was going to And he, si- he said basically he's going to s- cite the fact that the uh, his accused had Ex-girlfriend. this whole plot yeah, 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 that, yeah. To, to like Which is what they over. said immediately. There were articles about this before, well, and that's well what, before any of this That was one out. of the pieces of evidence as to why the police didn't file charges right. against Elliot. And, I mean, I guess, so the way I kind of look at this is I always will, will side with... Uh, the victim in almost all cases immediately. Like well, my, you, you, my you initial reaction has to, to, yeah, is to side with the victim. Cause you, you love to think that nobody would make something like that up. Right. I also feel like in this case, what is a very real possibility is that he did abuse her. And yes. then she sent that message of, right. I'm going to make this worse. I'm going to bullshit to really fuck him over. Or, and that became like the police were like, well, we can't fucking do anything now. Right. Like all the lawyer has to do is show that in court and he's so that's why there were no charges filed. Well, and it, it could also be the other way around. He could have also found out that she had something. It, it doesn't matter one way or another just because she said the thing she said about wanting to blackmail him has nothing to do with the fact that he very well could have hit her. Yeah, the two can be mutually exclusive. Right. Like it doesn't have to be And I can also think she's a pretty non-credible terrible person. For wanting to do that to him, right, and also what? believe the fact that he got that she that she got hit, and that that's that has nothing. I to do don't with know if right. she's a. I wouldn't say she's a terrible person for it because if if I was a female and was getting beat, I'd fully try to fuck the person over anyway. I could well, yeah, too. but I mean, as there's wanting to do it, and then there's like leaving a paper trail. I well, guess. that's that's the. <laughs> I I wouldn't say terrible person, just terrible at blackmailing somebody. Right, maybe like you don't. 
you can say that on the phone. You don't you don't fucking text it to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of the I, I just I guess a lot of the defense this week. Anybody who said it wanted to fall back on the old. Well, the police didn't arrest him, and he wasn't in cuffs, and you didn't realize right. that the law has limits too. Well, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, they may have seen that text and been like. Look, all a lawyer has to do is show that in court, and it's reasonable doubt. There is no way we're going to get a conviction. Right. We can't. And and it probably had gone to a grand jury to like look at, and they were like, "No, that's you can't, you can't do that." But like, I mean, you can't in, charge in the same with that. in the same vein, this is. I mean, it's your employer, so your employer isn't right. held to the same same type of thing. And, yeah. So if they decide they're going to suspend you, despite the fact that. You were right. convicted or weren't arrested or whatever. They can still do that yeah, on grounds absolutely. that you know, whatever they deem necessary. There's all they, always all a they have way to say to is it. this made us look bad. Yeah, you're Sorry. done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, you put and yourself. I understand him you put yourself to... in a position that was a poor position to be in. Right, and I understand wanting to appeal because he probably looks around and says, "Gee, Greg Hardy and the NFL," because right. the NFL has bungled. All of the things that have happened up until involving domestic violence, they haven't gotten it right one single time. Yeah. And so part of this, I also think, is them. That's why it took so long. That's why it ended up being what it was, is they didn't want to screw up again. They They wanted to make sure that whatever they finally decided, there was something that nobody could come back and say, oh, well, you were too light. Right. You know, you messed this one up again. So... People can be mad about how long they took, and I'm not exactly, again, backing the NFL because they've handled everything else so poorly that it's very hard to give them the benefit of the doubt on any of this stuff. Right. But you got to say that they they at least took their time and didn't rush anything. Yeah, and that's definitely something that they don't ever do is <laughs> is take their time. <laughs> I don't even know if they got this right necessarily because, again, until we see what they actually found, I mean, who knows? It it, prob- it could even be that when we find out whatever they, they know, it might even be worse. That's a good point. They could have something that actually makes it to where six games seems light. We don't know. That's a very good point. I did not think of it that way, that, that there is that possibility right. out there. <laughs> <laughs> this could be even worse for him. So uh, what do you think? Do you think there, uh, I mean, uh, the way I kind of seen these go back and forth is I don't think that, uh, that he'll do the full six games. I think but we talked about it last suspended. week. I think we, I mentioned that I think ultimately it'll end up getting whittled down to four. Yeah. I do think that, that four about is right. about what he's going to end up serving, but man, you know what? It all boils down to this. Stay off the front pages of shit. Yep. You want to know why he get ended up getting your six? Jordans? Stay off the ticker. <laughs> get your Jordans. Yeah, I mean, you know, he. It, it ultimately boils down to there was an an accumulation of just dumb shit while this whole investigation was going yeah. on that it kind of forced their hand. Where it's right. like, man, maybe they didn't really want to do it. Maybe there is a way they could have got around it and maybe the public perception because he didn't get arrested and he didn't have to plea out like a Greg Hardy or whatever right. or pay anybody off that they could have avoided the PR flack from handling it a little bit lightly problem is Elliot kept fucking up while this whole yeah. thing was going on yeah, there was pulling down thing the, after thing the girl's shirt he got arrested for you know he got cited for speeding there was multiple bar incidences the one where he maybe may not have just been there whatever 
but he just keeps putting himself yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, if you're under that investigation, it's, all right, go chill at your house. Right. And, like, it's, it's just like the OJ thing. Man, you got off for murder. You know what you probably <laughs> should do? Just disappear forever. Hey, you're under investigation <laughs> for something real serious that the NFL, you know, is trying to make an example out of somebody? Yeah. You know what you should probably do? Just be chill. Just right. do nothing. Just don't do anything. Right. Just keep your name on it. And instead, he just continues to do dumb things. So, <laughs> you know... No sympathy for that. Joe says, don't be a habitual line stepper. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't be a habitual line stepper and you don't have to worry about it. From the Chappelle show. I get it. I get it. Thanks, Joe. You still Joe. don't totally know. Yes, I do. I fucking get it. I looked up the sketch <laughs> afterwards. Because I was like, why don't I remember that? Uh, do you remember it after watching yes, it? Yes, after okay. watching it, I remembered it. I don't. It's one of those things that I, I just don't. No, no, there's no excuse. You should know every Chappelle show reference. <laughs> there, there's none. There's no excuse. <laughs> That's fair. Jessica says she's got an underground source in Columbus that when this all broke said that the the woman in the situation is pretty volatile and has been known has been a known scrapper in the bar scene, not taking the potential blame off of Zeke, but she isn't a saint. And I I don't think anybody disagrees with that. No, yeah. I don't think anybody thinks that she's, right. again, I, the most credible person yeah. in the world when it comes to this whole I thing. I do think, though, and there is that, you know, the possibility that he did do something and she was like, well, I can't, I can't fight him and beat him, clearly, so I'm going to fuck him up another way. And that way is I'm, I'm going to blackmail him. And she's totally screwed up by doing that. And I'll even go so far as to say, I, I mean... Again, not knowing what happened, having like, man, these, if, you know, based on what she said, you got to be smarter if you're an athlete and you're in these to certain positions. There's people that will try to get you. And I can only imagine that she may have even been the instigator in the whole thing. Probably. That something like this. Hit me, motherfucker. That something (laughs) like this would happen. And you just can't take the bait. And you got to, I mean, I know it's tough and you're in in the moment. but, I mean, you just have There's, to find a way yeah. to get out of that situation where you don't end up putting your hands on her. I yeah. I mean, you just do. I, especially after watching uh, Last Chance You on Netflix. and seeing, Which, by the like, way, I'm through two episodes now. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thanks, man. We can talk about that. I know you ain't talking, Mr. Chappelle. Show's been around for almost 20 years I and you missed the reference. I got a line from a show. Last chance you've been out for two weeks and you're giving me shit. It's Get been longer than two weeks. Three. It's been longer than two weeks. Maybe a month. Whatever. <laughs> if it was an episode a week, I still wouldn't be behind. Uh, yes, I would, would be two episodes yeah. behind. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, I'm going to... Spoiler alert for you. The quarterback at uh, Last Chance U on, on the team that year, he is now at FAU playing for Lane Kiffin this season. Oh, God. Yeah. Wait, the, the starting quarterback? The one yeah, from Florida State? Yeah, the kid that hit a girl in a bar. And Which I didn't... I, again, I always tie these things back later. Yeah. But when I saw that video, because that was at the beginning of the second episode, when I saw that video, I thought, this wasn't the Joe Mixon thing. Right. And, this, and I remember him making the rounds, but I, for whatever reason, I didn't think that there was a video of him until oh, they yeah. showed it. Yeah. And I thought, huh. I... I it's always so weird to connect the 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 show right. and then what you saw in real life. I don't right. know for whatever reason it doesn't. I never make the the right connection. 
Yeah, it, I I agree. Like, there's times where I'm like, that name sounds familiar. Where do I? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude. What I remember seeing the interviews Fuck that, that they, they played <laughs> clips of when he was, you know, sitting there with Strahan. I'm like, yeah, right. okay, I remember this happening, but I just didn't put two and two together. Even when I started watching it, oh, wait, that's right. That's why it's all those interviews. Right, right. But that, so th- the reason why I bring him up is I, I feel like these athletes, especially the ones like, all right, so Elliot is in the pros. He's made it. This kid at FAU had a fast track. He may not have been like a pro bowler, but he he probably could have made a squad somewhere if he had stuck it out right. and, and stayed at Florida State and didn't get in trouble. These guys, I don't understand how these dudes fall victim to this so often that they right. they like you know that everybody is watching every move you make. And I understand you're still a kid in some cases. You're still a human being, but God damn it, man. Like check yourself and like realize that there, there people are watching everything you do. There's cell phone cameras everywhere. You are not going to like get away with anything. And when it happens, you're going to, they're going to come down on you. Right. Like that's the other thing is they're like, well, they leave, I, I apologize. So maybe they leave the, the people that they work for in this case, the schools, no choice. Right. You have to separate yourself from that situation yeah. when something like that happens. You can't keep that around and justify it. Right. And and that's the thing. This, that kid talks, and again, sorry for the spoiler alert, he talks about how he doesn't understand why he's not getting any big offers and not getting any uh, anything from Division One schools and, and these bigger schools, and he wants to go. He feels like he could play better. And he, he probably can. He's a good quarterback. But no school is going to take a chance on you after you do something like that, man. And that's what's crazy enough about this is Elliot still has that chance. Like, the Cowboys are still 100% behind him. And they're doing the old, well, they, he didn't get charged, so it's fine. There's no video of it. Fuck it. He's good. Well, it's all fine until it's not fine. Right. This is, I mean, this is old and smooth. This <laughs> just dealt with this with the Niners. Really, at the end of Harbaugh's tenure, and even kind of slightly, there were two or three cases where things between guys were just a little suspect or whatever. And then there's a video. And then there's, you know, just multiple times. And at some point it reaches, we're just like, all right, got to wash your hands of this. Right. This is, you know, you don't want to abandon a person and give up on them. But them being taken away from their career is maybe the only thing that teaches them. Yeah. Well, we talked about it, uh, was it last week or the week before with the the whole P. Rose? Like, eventually you get to a point where you you can't stop supporting. You can't. You can't keep supporting somebody who, who keeps won't help themselves over and over <laughs> and over again. And Elliot's doing that. He like once that comes out, it's like, all right, I need to shut down. I need to go into hiding, pretty much. Right. And he didn't. And I think that's what did him in. Yeah. Anyways, this guy. This is a very serious episode for Thursday. It's kind of weird. Kind of deep. Except for yeah. you being a white motherfucker. I am a white motherfucker. And I am pretty excited about our football pickums. That's going to be awesome. But, uh... All right, well, that's all we got for you this week. No, let's name some black Consumer hockey players. Oh. Time for you to do it one last time, Scott. You have made it zero times. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, well... You've, uh, you've come close never. You <laughs> No, there's been a couple times that I got a little over halfway. That's close. You, you got over halfway once. Yeah, but relatively, <laughs> that's close. 
Uh, so for the last time in this punishment cycle, because we could have kept this going forever, this you probably never would have named all of these dudes. I would be a habitual <laughs> iced person. Uh, so for the last time ever, Scott is going to try to name all of the black hockey players in the NHL. If he gets it right, that Zima that's sitting over there on the table will stay there and get nice and warm. Go ahead and crack it. That means Scott is not getting these right. (laughs) He's uh, probably going to go right off the bat with uh, the the one and only person who got this started, and then he's going to fumble through the rest of them. I'm going to give you... You'll get play-by-play before it happens. I'm going to say five this week. Stop reading the comments because you know Tyson's going to try to help you out. The comments are already, like, I can't even, <laughs> if I to, I can't. Dyson's going to try to help you out. I was just trying to get back into the video <laughs> to see if anybody was talking shit. Not that I've seen. Uh, all right, whenever you are ready, name those black hockey players. P.K. Subban. There's the one that started it. <laughs> Darnell Nurse. Jerome McGinley. J.T. Brown. Uh, Brian Akposo. Did yeah. I fuck it up? Yep. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's <laughs> Kyle Ockbosa. Kyle. Jesus. White ass names. Uh, Devontae Smith Pelly. Um, <laughs> uh, Wayne Simmons. There you go. Everybody's happy. You at least got Wayne Simmons on right. the last uh, time. Right. The, the, the superstar, I guess, of them. <laughs> um, all right. Let's back up here. You want me to tell you who you have? Uh, no. Pierre Edouard Bellemare. Yes. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. Evander Kane. Yes. Wow. On a roll tonight, man. I mean, I've done this how many weeks? <laughs> and again, the odds are that I would have accidentally named them. I have not named them all. If you added up all the weeks. There's I certain think, ones yeah. that I have never yeah. no oh, some you're that right. I've never yeah. named. You're probably right about that. <laughs> so even if you add up all the weeks, I've never done it once. Yeah, that's it's a good so point. sad. <sighs> Do you want to go through who you have? See if it'll jog, jog memories. Here's who you've named. You've named Devontae Smith Pelly, Pierre Edward Bellamare, Wayne Simmons, Kyle Ocposo, Evander Kane, JT Brown, PK Subban, Darnell Nurse, Jerome Ginla. I feel like there's a Devin somewhere in there. No. <laughs> I'm fucked. Zima me. All right, here's who you missed. You missed Seth Jones, Joshua Hosang, Trevor Daly. I didn't say Joshua Hosang. No. Oh, Johnny Oduya, Ryan Reeves, Dustin Biflin, Anthony Duclair, Joel Ward, Andreas Martinson, Chris Stewart. For the last time. That's fucking pathetic. On this show. How many did you get? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Respectable. Not 50%, but respectable. <laughs> so for the last time on this show, it's time for you to get iced, or zima in this case. And then we will retire this punishment once and for all. Once and for all? I don't know about all that. I feel like someday no, you... No, this, this, oh, like... This punishment yeah, cycle. this, yeah. You will be done right. having to do this. Uh, there goes the disgusting Zima. It's seriously making my stomach hurt watching this. I, ugh, that just looks so nasty. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, uh, the exasperated burp at the end. So gross. Uh, what a way to end it, man. Good work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Jim said, I am a black motherfucker. <laughs> and in this case, yes. <laughs> wow. Uh there, there's a business meeting I feel like happening in the comments when Joe brought up don't be a habitual line stepper. Tank said that should totally be a craft brood sports shirt and Joe said yes, Tank, yes. So I feel like they're going to get together. Tank's going to design it. Joe's going to sell it and and we're going to be like... And we're going to get nothing from it. You, you, you guys want to cut us in on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Craft Root Sports Vigil Line Steppers <laughs> On the back Except for Mike He's a white motherfucker Yeah <laughs> Oh shit uh, Well since we're not Going to be on the air Next Mom told week, me I need to watch my mouth By the way I guess she listened last week She said you never know Who's listening Oh, oh Okay mom Man mom That makes me feel Awkward Because I feel like I'm worse than you are mm. Like I let it fly Yeah <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> One of those, I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> Duly noted, mother. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, since we're not going to be on next week. Is, is there, there anything else we need to cover? No. Anything you want to talk about uh, McGregor Mayweather? Oh, we're going to miss the week of McGregor Mayweather. I, what is there to talk about? <laughs> McGregor Mayweather? Is that what yeah. you just McGregor. McGreg weather. That's yeah, the there you go. McGreg weather. The McGreg uh, weather. I don't know. Is there anything to talk about? They just lowered the size yeah, of the, the gloves, glove size. which I don't Whatever. understand why that's a big deal. Like, I, it's nothing. It's just something to talk about. They have to find ways to make this interesting. Yeah, that's, that's it. And it's been such a long cycle. Such a long it really cycle. has been. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks. This is also normally when you would see the press conferences, and those are already done. So it's like, yeah. Okay. It's just ready for it to happen already, I guess. I keep forgetting yeah. that it's next Saturday. I guess I, uh, I'll i think about it more in the, the coming week, but it's one of those things that August 26th seems so far away. Yeah, it really does. And now you're like, oh, that's next week? Jesus, about time. Right, right. It's like, oh, great. I can't, I can't wait for this to be done. Yeah. Um, and yes, Tank is right. It is less padding for Floyd to block with, and that's true. Uh, I get that point. Still doesn't matter. I yeah, I don't. Floyd Floyd blocks really well, but he also is so elusive that it's not as. Look, unless you told me that Mayweather was going to have his hands tied behind his back. That's I what they're petitioning now. I they're wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't give McGregor a chance. I just don't. It's just and nothing has changed. Do you think these videos nothing that McGregor's putting nope. out are like None just of them. no? Do you think they're? Uh, do you think it's fake news? Do you think he's like yeah. playing it up and yeah. he's not really the? I mean, those look so uncoordinated. Yeah, that's it's what I'm so saying. Awful. It's all it's all just stuff to keep it in the news cycle, <laughs> to keep people talking about it. There's there's nothing here. There's yeah. nothing to see here. There, <laughs> there, there's just, they're just training. They're you know they're doing the normal thing. <laughs> I feel like uh, deep down McGregor knows, but I mean he's along for the ride. He has to sell the thing. I mean, does he hope he wins? Sure, but uh, you know, if you got him in a room and you honestly ask him, do you think he could win? He'd tell you yes because of who he is. Right? But he, he knows. 
this. My my take on this hasn't changed from day one. I think what's going to happen is this fight is going to go the distance. Right. I think it'll go all 12 rounds, and you're going to get to see them both declare that they technically won because Mayweather is going to win outright. He's probably won unanimous decision. decision. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to get to say he won, and he got his 50th, and he beat McGregor, and blah, blah, blah. McGregor is going to get to say that he went the distance with one of the best pound for pound boxers in the history of the sport. So he's going to get to say, I'm just as good. I could be, (laughs) he's going to go the Rocky one defense where it's like, there's not going to be a rematch. Don't, don't want one. I just wanted to go the distance with you. That's it. It's over. (laughs) And that is not a wrestling analogy (laughs) that my friends, you leave that to the experts. (laughs) Good idea. Crawford sports. Who's this? What's going on, boys? Oh, hey, Jim. I Jim knew a. I knew if we talked McGregor Mayweather and, long enough and uh, hated on McGregor in any I, way, you, it's like summoning you is what that is. Chum well, for the Sharks. It, it tipped me off. I, I got my little prodding once I saw that Scott was watching me on the feed. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I can take a hint. <laughs> so what do you got, man? So... As far as, like, the video goes, it was less about McGregor getting a sparring partner and more about just beating the holy hell out of Malinaji because, and I don't think Blake pointed this out yet, was that six months previous, Malinaji was talking mad shit that, oh, yeah, I'd take McGregor up in two rounds or whatever. So mcgregor didn't care that he was bringing him in as a sparring partner he just wanted to beat the crap out of him so but okay that's that's all well and good but what about the ridiculous videos of him like flapping his arms like a psychopath and just awkwardly moving that's around just the warming rings? up i don't know why they're handing that out that's that's how he warms up like he's been doing that in ufc for years I don't know any boxer that warms up like that, though. I think that's the point, is it looks well, super suspect. Right, but... So is he doing it also, on purpose? Like, I'm going to... As all of the pro boxing guys like to point out, McGregor's not a boxer. So he's not going to warm up like a boxer. That's fair. He's he, gonna, like, he apparently just has to warm up like, like a psycho. The whole thing that he's been doing is... Like, he, McGregor never brought in a specific boxing coach. He still has the same camp that he has for any MMA fight. All the same coaches, everything. All right, Jim, let he me ask you. The me... only thing he's done, like, boxing-specific was bring in Malinaji and a, an official boxing ref for what was supposed to be sparring but was really just McGregor trying to beat him up. Let me ask you this question because I don't think we've ever sure. – actually ask you this do you think mcgregor wins this fight the only <laughs> way he wins it is inside four rounds is what i'm sorry inside of four rounds yeah do you okay so let me can let me, he uh, let me rephrase this do you think okay. Conor McGregor will beat Floyd Mayweather on August 26th? <laughs> if, if I was actually putting money on it, no. Okay. <laughs> all right, there it is. That's, okay, that's good. So all this defense of McGregor is just to fuck with us because deep down you know McGregor isn't going to exactly. win too. Okay. All right, I just wanted to get that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> but now, the next thing I want to see is I want to see – 
uh, Floyd back up his shit talk and actually get in the octagon. Ah. He said he'd do it. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think he's going to get his 50th win. Oh, no, I know he won't. <laughs> I want to see him do it. He said it multiple times. I, yeah. And I mean, the difference there is I'm almost positive this fight's going to go to a decision. I would agree. And I can guarantee that if Floyd ever steps a single toe in the octagon, he's not making it inside of a minute. I, I mean, I wouldn't – I would – I maybe give him a minute because he can run around the ring for a little bit. <laughs> now, you say you give him a minute. McGregor knocked out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. Yeah, I understand that. Jose Aldo is not uh, is not Floyd Mayweather, so Floyd Mayweather isn't going to get caught like Jose Aldo did. Point being, no, but I Jose Aldo was the would, only uh, champion for his weight division for 10 years. I would bet the over on a minute. If Floyd Mayweather was in the octagon. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Maybe not much. Where's Kyle at? Give you, giving you the, uh, giving <laughs> a, a nice little point of reference as far as McGregor having a chance. I once said that uh, I knew black hockey players. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Saying things just doesn't make it true. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, so you agree that McGregor isn't going to win this fight? So, so I'm just curious how how much of the show you guys have left? I don't know, man. There's not a whole lot going on this week. Yeah, I was gonna say things are wrapping up after we get done with your okay. call. We'll probably go into consumer cannon and roll roll well, out. Okay. Well, um, I mean, I don't really see i i can I'll, I'll play mystic mac at this point and i'm gonna go ahead and say um jim to blake nothing wow oh wow wow well i mean we'll take our time which, and consider which then make it blake it, it, it would make it a shutout because you guys aren't going to be on next week so. <laughs> damn when, uh, when you're right you're right Throwing down I'm the gauntlet saying. to the guy who uh, who runs his own podcast and can't really spend time calling it ours. <laughs> also lives two times on way. <laughs> He's done it how many weeks consecutively? Come on now. He, he actually also, hasn't called it. Yeah, it's been a while. Three weeks, I think. Blake's busy, man. He's doing. Blake is all over the place. He's, He's doing worldwide. other podcasts. He's writing articles on this fight. He's like, so busy he, is, he can't promote our lame shit. I anymore. know. It's rough lately. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, Scott's hiccuping. Jim, so, good talking to you, bud. So how about this? With enough prodding, I'll just go troll all his sites. That's fair. Uh, you can you can find him at <laughs> Loudmouth Boxing or the Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. <laughs> you can, I'll, I'll call his podcast. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go support him. It, he'll be glad to take the listens, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 All right, Jim. Good talking to you, man. Thanks for calling, bud. All right. See you. Have a good night, kids. Bye. All right. Uh, let's get into Consumer Can It because uh, the show's the show's dragging, man. I don't know if it's the Thursday or the the fact that no, there's, there's a whole hell of a lot. We're looking go- forward to the week going on. the week off. I don't know. I, well, no, I mean, I don't have any more stories about my parents banging in the next CDs. <laughs> It's a slow week. Do you realize how hard it was to talk to your mom after knowing that story? Nah. The night before, you tell me that story, and then I see your mom, and I'm like, hey. (laughs) You should have just brought it up. (laughs) 
Where's that next CD? You know, you know what song I like? Too Close by Next. You ever heard it? <laughs> oh, shit. You knew that was going to get somebody. I hope I it's played. Sure, I sure did. Uh, Crawford Sports, who's this? This coach, buddy, Stevens from East Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Buddy. Why are you not talking about us? Why, why am I not on the program? Why are we not talking about community college football? <laughs> we brought you up a little bit earlier, your team at least, and, and the fact that you uh, you signed a guy that punched a girl in the face. Well, that's our bread and butter down here in East Mississippi. <laughs> that's what we bring to the table each and every year. Uh, we got we got a fine team of men that can't pass piss tests and possibly have some domestic violence charges. That's what we put together in this fine tradition of East Mississippi football. It's a damn good tradition, Coach. You, uh, I mean, it's clearly working for you. You're... I, don't, I don't know what the fuck y'all are laughing at. We got a big game coming up here August 31st, Jones County Junior College. You know about them, Wildcats, Jones County College. Like they're going for back-to-back-to-back AAU national championships. (laughs) Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, We we obviously, you know, I'm caught up on what happened in in the last season. Uh, Scott is a little bit behind, but one of the things that we saw was you were looking to clean up your act. Uh, How's that going for you this year? Are we going to see a little bit of that in season three? Have you cleaned up your act a little bit, less swearing? Well, you know, gosh golly, you know, you, you try to get right with the Lord, but then, you know, you you're on a team and you're and you're and you're only up by four touchdowns by halftime and fucking Christ motherfucker. You know, you just can't you can't you can't keep it in. <laughs> fucking Christ motherfucker. What a what a combination. I think we just found their drop for when we come back after next week. <laughs> Fucking Christ, motherfucker. Uh, Coach, so what can, what can we expect from your team this year? We go out there on the field every day, you know, for America and Christ and <laughs> other things that we find important in our lives and trying to get these young men in education while keeping them out of prisons and, you know, that, that sort of thing. And, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do that, and we're trying to win uh, illustrious junior college, community college championships uh, you know, who would not want to have none of those titles on their desk? <laughs> well, we know you've got quite a few, Coach. Uh, here's something I've always wanted to ask. I'm so glad you called in because this has been on my mind since last chance you started uh, a couple years ago. So there's, there's a character is the best way to describe this man on the show. He's that a, guy. a diehard fan of yours that roars like a lion as much as he can uh, throughout the game. How distracting is that for you on the sideline to hear that crazy asshole just roaring throughout the game? I'll, I'll be honest with you. It kind of gets me fired up. It's the, it's the same noise my wife makes in the bedroom, and I hear the noise, and I get half a chub, and, you know, it's awkward. And, and, and it's something you got to deal with when you're on the sidelines, you know, just trying to be like, hey, came down there, buddy. Keep it down. So I love him, but whew, just looks <laughs> Has anybody noticed the half chub? All right, boys. That... Well, I mean, I got I got a little problem here. It's a medical condition that's called a dicky do. My stomach hangs out further than my dicky do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Read you loud and clear, coach. That's <laughs> all right, boys. Well, I got to get back to the drawing board. You know, we we got a lot of work to do down here, and 
and ain't really good to read. So I'm gonna get going now, yo. All right, Coach. Have a have a blessed day. <laughs> wow, that was something. All right, Kansas Brought to you by the number sixty nine. Shit. Community college football. That's so fucking funny. Holy shit, that was amazing. Uh, I know who that was. I'll tell you off the air who that was. They called in because holy shit, that was great. Uh, anyways, consumer to get it uh, this week. We have is it? We we never decided if it's Trags or Trogs. Trogs. Trags. Uh, it's Trugs. their crimson Trogs pistol. We'll, uh, we'll do it in, in honor of Gronk. It's Trogs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll let you do the honors, man. Consume it or can it? Uh, I'm gonna consume this. Um, this beer held up all the way through the show. Again, it all boils down to with these IPAs, there's got to be something to cut it, something to make it less bitter. Yeah. And the sustainability factor of that cutter, for lack of a better <laughs> oh, word. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the additive, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, you know. Because it, it could be too strong or it could be something that the flavor of it also ruins yeah. it over the long haul. You're like, all right, well, it's cutting it, but I, I can't stand this flavor. Right. It's so too the, much. Right. Yeah. And so we, we've had the the grapefruit. We've had the blood orange. We've had and now hibiscus uh, as far as those being the different things that this has been added with. And I, this holds up just as strong as those two. I Easily a consume for me. Yeah, I'm going to consume it too. I know we haven't gone through as many beers. I think that's the uh, the Thursday effect where we're not normally by this point our beers are like empty and we're ready to ready to roll. But uh, it, it is a good beer. Um, definitely one of those. If you are kind of new to the IPAs, this is a good one to have because it isn't as harsh and it's one that you can you can definitely enjoy. Tank corrected us. It's Tarogs. Tarogs. We're not even close. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, uh, double consume on this beer. Uh, check that one out. Crimson Pistol uh, Hibiscus. Just don't order it at a bar. It's going to sound weird. Go buy the six-pack. <laughs> You're not going to be able to pronounce anything yeah. on this on this beer. I need this picture. Give me that guy. That's the one I want. Give me this beer in this photo. See that one? <laughs> That one right there. That's the only way you're going to be able to order this beer in a bar because you are not going to be able to pronounce anything from this one. I need a throw eggs. <laughs> All right, man. This has been uh, this has been a show. We've <laughs> it's been something between your your sister and coach calling in. I love that buddy called in. That's my favorite calling that we've had. So I think far. the most uh, uh, the most exciting thing is the pick'em. Yes, the pick'em is uh, is the big news. We will get that up and running. Keep an eye out on the website for. Uh, um, we'll probably tweet out. Yeah, we'll put <coughs> on the Twitter, Facebook, and fa- uh, and on Facebook for sure. As far as uh, credentials to yeah, log in can, and get that set up, but it. we want to make sure everything's ready to go by week one. And I know you said something about college, but uh, the more I think about it, the more I. I don't think that they combine them at all. We'll figure it out. It's and, fine. Well, we don't and, have to do college. That, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, and college starts. It like, starts next week. Yeah, yeah, it starts next week, so when we're off. Yeah, so. there's some shitty games next week. So Yeah, but I'm just fair. saying in general, yeah. I think it would be two separate ones, and we'll just yeah. stick with the NFL. Cause That's fair. Knows, I'm so. fine with that. Uh, but, yeah, follow us on uh, on Twitter, at Craft Sports, for all that news, and we'll get that information out to you. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Jr., I'm at Mike Burlon on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Hit up the drunk line. Uh, 
God damn it, the voicemail message from Drew to kick off the show was one of my favorite voicemails. That was an time. all-time great. Drew brought the heat uh, at like 7 o'clock on, <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so hit up the drunk line, as always, 440-37-DRUNK. You can call that at any time, leave a message. Uh, we're going to be off next week. Uh, we'll miss you guys. We'll see you for the start of football season. Cheers, everybody. Peace! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.